0: Are you not entertained? Thoughts by the Dia the podcast. Are you ready to get into the mind of the Dia? Yeah. Are you ready to dive into the thoughts of the D.I.? Yeah. Let's do this without further ado. Yo! Hey, everybody, it's your boy Deville D.I. Those by Deville D.I. welcome y'all back to the show, your favorite podcast. And today we're giving you that growing up Deville D.I. But you know what the surprise is? I said I wasn't doing it this week, but you know what it is? Gladiator School! <laughs> yeah. So. I was going to initially tell you one story and save the second part for later, but I was like, you know what? These things go together, so let's make it, put it, take two sides and put a little cream in the middle and make an Oreo out this hole, and let's keep it going. So, this is a prequel, right, to the last uh, Gladiator School episode, right? I'm taking you back to when I told you about my first fight in school where I was suspended. You know, I I initially received a three-day suspension from school, but after talking to my mother and having my mother come to the school, the three-day suspension was turned into a three-day ISS, which is in-school suspension. So, in-school suspension is basically where they separate you from all the rest of the students. And... um. You know, you spend your day, your your school day, you spend it in, this basically in a room. Your work is delivered to the room and everything, so, without too, skip the explanations, man. Let's just get into this. Let's do this, right? So, I got my, oh no, it's just started raining. I was going to go outside and work out today, but, oh well, can y'all hear the rain? Let me, hold on. Maybe you can maybe you can't, we'll call that on-bills, but um, so I received a three-day in-school suspension. I show up to school, and I walk around to where I normally go, but I know I'm not supposed to be there because I'm in-school suspension, so I go ask the teacher, I say, hey, um, where do I go for in-school suspension, and they was like, where are you doing in-school suspension? (laughs) Long story, lady, but where do I go? Because you're supposed to be there. Like you're supposed to go as soon as you arrive to the school. Normally, we hang out out um outside of the school until the bell rings and we go to our classes. But when you're in ISS, you have to go directly to your to the ISS. So I ask where's this, and she tells me, um, "Go around, go around there, around the side of the building, and then you'll see a building back." behind the building by the the field where you go for peeing so i'm walking around there and you know i'm getting to see parts of well not really parts of the school that i haven't seen but people that i normally don't see in the mornings because they're on a different part of the school and so i'm walking around come around the corner and there's a trailer back there and i'm like this is a this is i'm thinking a building is going to be back here it's a damn trailer now i had seen this trailer back there before i had no idea why this trailer was behind the school so i walk up to the trailer i knock on the door because the door is locked yeah the door was locked back in the 90s they lock you in the school (laughs) they had no problem with locking putting you in the building and locking you in i guess safety codes was different back then i get up there i knock on the door this lady comes heavy set black lady that I had never seen before in my life She has on glasses She has that stereotypical mean teacher vibe going on So she opens the door And she looks at me and she's like Can I help you I'm on some uh, Is this where I go for ISF? And she's on some You late <clears throat> So I'm like well I didn't know where the building was And she on some Yeah sure you didn't <laughs> I'm like look lady this is my first time ever being in ISS. I had no idea where to come. Mm-hmm. And She lets me in. She tells me to um, find me a spot. So when I walk in, there's cubicles. This is a trailer full of cubicles. And you just pick you a desk to sit at. And I'm looking around. And you can't really see anybody because, you know, everybody's in a cubicle. So I can see the people, the cubicles right in front of the door. There's a few people sitting there, so I walk around the corner and pass her desk. Because I had—I think I had to sign in. I went and I signed in, and then I saw a cubicle over to the right. And this is before I knew who was in there. So I just went went and sat at the cubicle. And behind me there was a young lady, and then there were some other guys, like, down around this little corner that was in there. So I sit down. I mean, I'm just doing my work, mind my business. And then all of a sudden, these these two guys start throwing paper at me and stuff. And I'm like, what the hell? Now, why you in, I says they give you pages down there. In our school, what we had was pages where basically they just give you something to write until, you know, you might be copying out of a textbook. You might be writing some sentence like, you know, how Bart Simpson used to have the right sentences on the board. Same concept. So that's what you do until your work, your actual schoolwork arrives. So I'm writing my sentences, and these guys start throwing paper and stuff. I'm like, what the hell? So I look up, and one of the guys I recognize from the neighborhood, and then there's another guy that I didn't, I've never seen before. He looks like Snoop Dogg, though. Looks like a young Snoop Dogg, braids, afro, everything. So they're trying to get me to get the attention of the girl that was sitting by me, and I'm like. I can't really do much because the teacher can see me from where i'm sitting Could, yeah i didn't have enough i didn't think it through enough to find me a spot where i couldn't be seen so i can be seen i'm not trying to get in trouble i'm in i'm in here on some first time inmate type stuff like i just want to do my time and go home <laughs> so i'm in there chilling but um I'm. Just, uh, uh, eventually I start acting up a little bit and start passing the notes and stuff so we're just sitting there and this is basically prison for school you you get, only get to go to the restroom at certain times your lunch comes to the building you don't get to leave the building you're just in there so I'm sitting in there and I get so freaking bored so I think you know what Uh, I'm gonna ask if I can go to the bathroom. So I get up and I go up there. I start heading to the desk. And this kid from my neighborhood, he gets up there first. And he's like, I gotta go to the bathroom. And she's like, she hands him the pass, and then she looks at me and she's like, what do you want? I was like, I need to go to the bathroom too. And she's like, looks at us like, "Uh, you think I'm gonna send both of y'all to the bathroom? together i'm like pause number one we weren't going together i mean i was like i don't even know this dude like why would i it's not like i'm trying to go hang out with him i gotta pee but she doesn't buy it so she makes me go sit down and she gives him the pass tells him to come right back so he leaves five minutes go by ten minutes go by and i'm like damn man because at this point now i really have to pee and i'm getting pissed off because he hasn't showed up yet so He finally comes back And as soon as he walks in I get up and I walk to the desk I take the pass out of his hand And I mug him like Fuck wrong with you So she's like Don't you I shouldn't let you go I'm like Why the hell are you gonna Stop me from going to the bathroom Because this asshole Took a long time to come back It's got nothing to do with me But she lets me go I go to the bathroom I come back And so I'm sitting there um, Because I realized The plan was to go back in the building And just kind of Wander around and waste time But I I, I went a couple places And I realized there's nobody to hang out with In the school During class because everybody's in freaking class It's not like High school where people are just kind of roaming At times Everybody was in freaking class So I go back and I'm sitting there wondering What are we going to do for lunch So I remember my first lunch In ISS Somebody comes Knocks on the door lady goes open it she's like um she's and then this guy comes in he's got a tray and on these trays there are styrofoam plates you know like the go plates and everybody has everybody gets up and goes and gets their plate and go sit back down now what was in this plate was a hot dog cold hot dog one cold hot dog uh cold french fries a packet of ketchup, one packet of ketchup, one packet of mustard. That was it. That was the lunch. No vegetables. <laughs> you no know, none of that. No desserts. You know, usually in school, you get like the main entree. You get a, a vegetable, some type of dessert and your milk. And we got a milk. The milk was warm. This was legit like everything I had ever heard about jail or prison. That they feed you warm food, um, uh, cold food and warm milk warm drinks that's exactly what we got we got (laughs) we got cold food and warm milk and that was it you sat down you ate your little lunch and you know you're done with it so i got through day one pretty easy day two and then um what was it the third day i went this is when things got interesting so we're sitting there and they're getting no day two Day two, I'm sitting there and one guy, he's getting ready to get out and it's coming up on the weekend. So he leans over the dude who the dude who uh looks like Snoop Dogg. He come he leans over, he's like, Hey, don't you live in the same neighborhood with Greg? Greg is the guy from my neighborhood that I didn't really know that well. I'm like, yeah. So he's like, Hey, could you take these this bag home for me i'm like what it's like yeah could you take this bag home for me now he hands me a bag and the bag is full of cassette tapes yeah this is back when cassette tapes was still popping he has all these cassette tapes uh some of them mostly are recorded and i'm like why and then he tells me you know his dad something about his dad be tripping and he can't take him home so he asked me to take him to keep him and he'll come pick him up now, at the time, I'm not really thinking about whether or not they're stolen or anything. Because I really didn't care. I was like, you know, whatever, man. So, then Greg leans up. He's like, yeah, man, he it's straight. He ain't, it's no, it ain't no funny type stuff. His dad just be tripping and, you know, he need to, he need somebody to hold him for him. Because we got to walk home or something like that. So, he was like, whatever. So, I take the tape, stuff them in my bag. uh, take them home. And they had, he had some dope tapes in there. He had this one tape of Tupac that with songs I had never heard before. It was snapping and I was gonna, I planned on recording it. So um, I go do my last day at ISS and probably like the day after that, I'm walking down the street and I see him and Greg walking down the street. And he's like, hey man, let me get my tapes. I'm like, cool. We go back to the to my house, I grab the bag, I give him the bag. I forgot to put the Tupac tape in there though. So he walks off, I don't see him no more. Then, no, that was like a Friday. Then the Saturday, I'm walking through the neighborhood and I see the same dude. He's like, hey man, you forgot to give me my Tupac tape. I'm like, oh, my bad. And he was like, it's cool. I was like, yeah, I was gonna record it. And I for- that's why I wasn't in the bag, I forgot. It's like, it's cool, man, so we just started hanging out that day, and this this bred into, a, like, a lifelong friendship. This is still my friend to this day, you know what I mean, uh, just from that, that little chance encounter. So he starts hanging out in the neighborhood, coming around every day, and we're running around the neighborhood causing all types of mischief and slap boxing and, and you know, wrestling in the street and all that Just things teenage boys do Just running around the neighborhood being assholes basically Like teenage boys do So then This is where the training begins When we ran into the sensei Of the neighborhood (laughs) And we're going to get into that in just a second But first we're going to take a short little break And then get right back with y'all Thank y'all for tuning in man I hope that y'all enjoying this trip down this rabbit hole with me it is my life all right, so now me and my new newfound friend we're kicking it pretty heavy, pause on a daily basis. he's coming through the neighborhood we're hanging out, we're running around the neighborhood chasing each other. Borrowing the little girls in the neighborhood. Slap box, Excuse me. We'll just call them Bobby. Slap boxing and stuff. So one day we're out on the street and we're showing out. We're slap boxing. And there's this guy in the yard. In a, in a yard. uh, Across from where we're hanging out. And he's like, hey. Y'all come here. And we're like, oh. Snap. So we're like, okay. Why does this guy. Now this is a big dude He's he's probably 6 foot 200 some pounds Big dude <clears throat> Big light skin brother Tattoos And you know back in the 90's Tattoos actually meant something It ain't like now where Just any Tom, Dick and Harry Went out and got tatted up Tattoos and gold teeth And dreads and things like that Kind of signified to certain people That you were a part of A particular lifestyle So We walk into the um we walk into the, to the into his yard and my friend Bobby he's like hey look <clears throat> just halfway through the yard he's like hey you you got y'all um I'm not gonna say the name of the affiliation but yeah we were at this time in my life we were doing some uh gang related activities I will just put it out there so he was like you got y'all so-and-so's and we were like, Ooh, this could be, this could go bad, right? This this might go bad. So, but my friend Bobby, Bobby was with the shit. He was with, the, he wanted all the smoke. It was about to be a barbecue in, Barbie's head, in Bobby's head. And Bobby's head, he's like, yeah. So then he looks over, at me, and He was like, hey, this dude, try something. We're gonna have to jump him. You know, that was the theme of my neighborhood. We can't beat you. We'll jump you. <laughs> so, he's like, yeah. Well, I'm a this. So. Yeah, I'm not going to mention any of the, the names because that's just pointless. It's like, yeah, I'm with this. So, he just starts talking to us and, you know, he just came out of prison. Him and his wife had just moved into the neighborhood and so on. So, so like, I see y'all <clears throat> slap boxing out there playing around. Y'all boys want to box. Y'all want to learn how to box. And we look at each other. We're like, hell yeah. So, he goes in the house. We'll just call him Red. So, Red goes in the house and he comes out with these boxing gloves and... First he just puts us in the gloves. He's like, Let me see what y'all got. So me and my partner, Bobby, we out there, we We dicking around. He's like, All right, y'all, all right, y'all, all right. So then he starts to teach us. He starts to tell us stuff and more and more of uh, the kids from the neighborhood, the guys that we hung with, saw us, and they start coming over there too. So he's teaching us different moves, you know, shoulder rolls, how to keep your guard up. How to throw different punches and combinations and stuff like that. And then he he starts pairing us up uh, with each other. Sometimes we box each other and sometimes we box him. And he had one rule when it came to boxing him. Was don't hit him in the nose. You will be fine as long as you don't hit him in the nose. He tells you that if you hit me in the nose, I'm going to lay your ass out. So I pretty much avoided pretty much was able to avoid uh boxing him because i boxed the other, i'd be quick to jump out there with the other guys in the neighborhood and i was pretty good naturally boxing because see i, I watched a lot of like roy jones and stuff like that so it was kind of easier for me to pick up stuff you know if i can vi- if i can visually see something i usually can do it if it's in my physical ability to be able to do it if i can see somebody do it then i can uh imitated so we had our little box and I remember the first the first uh guy box outside of Bobby was this uh my other friend uh we will just call him Biggins cause he was a biggin and me and him we were like the <clears throat> the sluggers of the neighborhood cause we both hit hard and we was just out there boom 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 wearing each other out I hit him one time and he started stumbling and I was like oh yeah and that actually gave me more respect in the neighborhood because people were scared to fight this kid, and I was out there slugging him around. But he hit me, bump, 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 and I'd stumbled too. You know, we were we was like the the boxing match to see in the neighborhood. I remember one time he came to uh, they actually came to my house looking for me, and it scared me because he was a grown man. And my mom that's the first thing my mom said. Why is this grown man looking for you? I'm like, oh, we just box at his house. So she goes outside. She starts talking to him. And she's also, you know, why you looking for my son? It's like, no, I'm just uh, showing the boys how to box and stuff. And he actually had the gloves with him. That was dope. So that day we boxed in my yard. And we boxed this guy. I boxed this guy, a little dude. <laughs> One of my best friends. We'll just call him T. So, me and T was boxing. We weren't really boxing, though, because he wouldn't, he wouldn't, he wouldn't actually, like, box me. He'd, like, duck and swing and be moving out of the way all at the same time in this weird motion. It's like he's swinging, ducking, and stepping back all at the same time. He's just throwing haymakers, hoping to hit me. So, I can't really get him, I can't really get him like I want to because he's just moving too much and throwing these wild punches. (laughs) and he threw one, and I went to uh, I went to try to weave it, and boom, hit me in my neck, man, gave me a freaking crick in my neck, that's the most painful thing ever, when you got that crick in your neck, and every way that you try to move, you just in pain, man, I tried some of everything, my mom's friend came in and tried to crack my neck, she had me holding a hot iron, on my, not on my neck, but there was a towel in between my neck and the iron, just trying to you know apply some warmth to it that was the most painful thing i had experienced at that time but um yeah so that's was our our little training we go out there you know just whenever we see him or he see us and we go hey we're the gloves out and we box each other now we had some some heavy hitters in my neighborhood as i say so we'll call this one tr so tr comes down the block one day Now, this guy has been in, uh, (laughs) he's pretty much been locked up since I moved to the neighborhood. He's been in uh, youth detention and boot camps and everything since I moved to the neighborhood. So, I didn't really know him very well, but I know he was bigger. He was older than us. He was bigger than all of us. And, you know, most people didn't want no problems with him. He was known for fighting. He was known for being a fighter. And (laughs) then we had this other guy, ML, who stayed up the block. He was my age, but he was bigger than us, and he was he played ball too, and um but he rarely came out the house. He had a brother that he was helping take care of, so he would rarely come outside, but when he did, you know he'd always come find us and hang with us. He walked to school with us and stuff like that, but he was really into his uh, academics and stuff like that though, not nerdy, but just he was he was on track, you know, he was on track early in life as far as education wise and staying out of trouble. So, <clears throat> one day, <laughs> they come down, one day, they come down here, and he tells them, you know, they're getting ready to box. No, it wasn't the same day. One day, T, the T.R. comes down, and so we like, oh, 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 let's put T.R. out there with red, you know, see what T, what they're going to do now, because we, like I said, we looked up to the T.R., we thought he was the coldest dude in the, in the neighborhood. <clears throat> so we put him out there. So him and Red are, are they going back and forth. He tells them, Don't one thing that you don't want to do is hit me in my nose. <clears throat> so like I said, TR thinks he's a tough guy. So he's not caring nothing about that. They're out there, they're going at it. Doing don' Throwing little punches. They working each other, they filling each other out. And so Red gets one in on TR. Boom. Nice shot And this pissed him off So he immediately threw back They hit him dead center in the face Boom So we like ooh, Snap So Red takes a step back And he kind of bends over He kind of leans forward And he starts tapping the gloves together Pop 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 And he's coming in at TR And he's doing this little sway Side to side Side to side Tapping those gloves like a heartbeat <laughs> so then as soon as when the next move TR makes red unloads a flurry of punches bum 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 next thing i know he's got TR folded up TR done hit the side of the house boom <laughs> and red still unload bum, bum 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 so he quit he quit TR quit he's holding his side and holding his back he's mad as hell but he doesn't want to fight <laughs> he doesn't want to fight because he just got it was like what thor did to hulk out there <laughs> he put them he peached him up real nice and he was pissed off and this was a normal guy that if you pissed off he was gonna catch these hands but he didn't want no more red he just threw the gloves down and he walked off <laughs> and we was like damn it was humbling not just for tr but for all of us Because we looked up to him. Like I said, we thought he was a bad dude. We thought he was just the, you know, the one, the chosen one, the one that you didn't want no smoke with. But we just seen him get crumbled out here. Then um, another time, you know, we're still out there. We're doing our little training. We're doing our boxing. And ML comes down, big guy, ball player, tough guy. And him, now he's going – Back and forth Because Red used to kind of try to put the matches Kind of in the weight classes You know he wanted to He wasn't putting the bigger kids in the neighborhood Against small kids He was trying to kind of pair us up According to weight classes And so like I say ML was a little bigger than the rest of us So he was like okay You gonna have, you gonna have to go with me There's one rule though Don't hit me in my nose <clears throat> So They're going boom 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 and ml hits him in the nose boom by mistake my bad my bad my bad but he's laughing about it and so red's like okay okay i'm gonna give you that one i'm gonna give you that one but don't do it again pay attention to what you're doing now we didn't realize how much this was helping us out at the same time because this is like what we're being taught really is precision punching to try to hit somebody While at the same time trying to avoid hitting a certain part of the face. Because most people just throw a punch. And they're just looking to make contact wherever they make contact. But when you get into precision punches. That's like I'm going to punch you in the eye. I'm going to punch you in the chin. I'm going to hit you on the side of your head. And you're aiming for specific places that you're trying to make contact with. You're just not wildly swinging and hoping to hit something. So they're going back at it again. Boom, boom. Mike's done slowed down a little bit <clears throat> because they're um because you know he's trying to avoid hitting him in the nose and then the same thing happened that happened with uh, TR. Red gets one in. Boom. And Mike steps back and he comes back in and boom. Right in the nose. So you know what Red did? Red took a couple steps back. He shakes his head, you know, touches his nose with the gloves. And then he says, okay. And he leans forward, and he starts tapping them gloves. Boom, 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 and he starts doing that little rock, that little sway, Side to side, side to side. Stalking this dude. He's stalking him out He's walking him down to where he wants him. Then they go back at it again. Boom, 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 boom. And so ML folds up. He hits, he gets one to the body, to the stomach. Boom. And he folds up. He covers up. You know, he he tucks his head in, tucks his arms in, he covers up. But Red knows that move. And so he goes and he hooks him (laughs) in the side, right in the ribs. Boom. And when he hits him in the ribs, boom, guess what happened? But he stood straight up like a, like a jack in the box <laughs> he stood right up like a jack in the box Bing! and there it was all head time baby pause boom 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 over with for that guy so <laughs> that was we learned that was their learn there when they learned that he was dead serious when he said don't hit me with those." and he went on for a while you know training us on boxing and stuff and. He'd actually get into all types of stuff in the neighborhood. Not with in the neighborhood because he was actually on house arrest. He had an ankle monitor. Couldn't leave the yard, really. But just different stuff like uh, his wife's son, um, his stepson's dad would come over, cause him trouble with his wife or talking records to his wife. And he took this dude and he threw him through every window of his car, literally like on some action movie stuff him through every window in his car and throw him on the windshield red was no joke this guy was a beast man at the end of the day but that is where i started my actual learning how to fight and i took that with me into high school gladiators thank y'all for tuning in to the Di thoughts Podcast. growing up to ville gladiator school and um yeah hit that sponsorship button down at the bottom pledge donation If not, just keep on listening. Your listeners are appreciated. Um, uh, Without you guys uh, listening, I'd just be talking to myself, man. So I definitely appreciate each and every last one of y'all. And I'm out here, man. Peace.